You've reached the Geek Elite. Good luck. Welcome to the new show on Geekly Media, Journey into Mystery. This is episode one. I'm Mitch, and with me is Ian. Hey, Ian, hey, what's, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> so you're you're sitting there, you're wondering, what is this Journey into Mystery? That that thumbnail art looked pretty cool. So, what can I expect from this show, Ian? What can people expect from this show? A harrowing adventure. Um, <laughs> Lots of ups, lots of downs. We're going to cry at least once. Uh, Mitch might poop himself from excitement. Um, at least once an episode. Awaits. Yeah, <laughs> at least once an episode. Uh, <laughs> no, for real. Uh, what we're talking about here, we are delving into what is the Marvel Cinematic Universe Phase 4 going to be. What's that going to look like? Everything has been pushed back, so pretty much it's kind of a blank slate at the moment. We know what happened at the end of Phase 3, and that does open a lot of possibilities. We got some cool stuff going on um, that we're probably going to touch on through here from uh, words are escaping me from the last Avengers movie because I can't think Endgame? of the title offhand. Endgame. There we go. See, I blocked it out because it was sad. But does does <laughs> Endgame in Phase 3 or does a Spider-Man Far From Home in Phase 3? That is a good question. I'm not... but. <laughs> it does give it does tie up some character arcs that could explode very nicely into phase four. Yes. Like that's that's where I was going with that train of thought. <laughs> well, no, I mean I could totally see it like being uh an epilogue for phase three. Because you have characters that are familiar to you as in like with uh especially that um in credit scene at the end of Far From Home where you find out hey, also if you are not up to date on your Marvel Cinematic Universe. Spoilers. Yeah, spoilers. There's going to be all kinds of spoilers. And I, I just want to say, I particularly for this podcast will not go and look for leaked information. Uh, the only information Same. I will go off of is stuff that you see in trailers. Like I will stay up to date on trailers. So mm-hmm. if it's in the trailer, it's fair game. But I will never go and talk about things that general public doesn't know about. Yeah, this is... Um, and. Before we get anybody being like, but uh, we're, uh, this is, uh, you're wrong. No, shut up. We're not. Um, <laughs> this is strictly like speculation and fun. So don't come at me with that because I will fight you. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> those ats better not be coming. <laughs> you can at me all you want. I, I'm fun to talk to, I think. But yes. don't, don't come at me in a mean way because I'll cry. so uh what we find out at the end of far from home is that you know uh the nick fury and uh maria hill and that are not nick fury maria hill but they're actually scrolls so it's a throwback to captain marvel and it it ties up some stuff but then throws us towards the future which could definitely be a big part of the next phase four or phase five uh uh, kree scroll war right uh yeah, I'm going to tell you right now, I hope that scrolls have a very small role. Oh, uh, at least in the terms of 
Captain Marvel kicked our ass, so we're cool now. Because that completely defeats the purpose of so many deaths. Right. That they could just they could go back and be like, oh no, it was scrolls. Nobody act gotcha. And that would <laughs> I feel like that would undo so much work that they put in. And I would be so upset. But if we want to do the Kree Skull War, I'm down. Just don't cheapen people's deaths with the fact of shapeshifting and like weird stuff like that. If you wanna pull some some fast one, get the scroll out of here. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, obviously after uh Captain Marvel and, and Far From Home, lots of people were talking about secret invasion. Like, hey, you could find out that so many people that died were actually just scrolls in disguise and hey, those characters are still around. But I doubt we'll get a lot of that. We might get like quote unquote retcons of characters that didn't quite work out at the beginning of phase one or, you know, phase one in general and be like, oh no this was the actual person that that other person was a scroll kind of thing. Like I can understand it. I'm not here for it, but I can understand it. See, and I'd be cool with that for characters that we haven't gotten much from. Right. But if, if they want to go back and be like, Nope, Tony didn't die. It was a scroll. <laughs> I'd be like, no, I hate you. Yeah. And no, I'm done with this franchise. <laughs> I, I couldn't see that working at all. That would, yeah, that would be the, the proverbial jumping the shark right there. And yeah. And I guess it, works out because we've had contracts run out and people aren't coming back and things of that so we don't have to worry about scroll shape-shifting too much I right. would think but I'm just saying right now I'm putting it out there in the universe don't make me hate you for it <laughs> <laughs> okay so we the, the, the movies we know that are coming in phase four uh, Black Widow, Eternals okay. Uh, Shang-Chi and the secret of the Ten Rings. It's something of the Ten Rings. Um, and Doctor Strange into the madness of the multi into the multiverse of madness. Those are all part of phase four that I know of. I, the, I believe the TV shows on Disney plus are also going to be part of the phase four. Yeah. And the TV shows we have for that are uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, WandaVision, Loki. Um, they're doing their own what if. So looks like uh, looks like y'all got some competition there. Uh, <laughs> Hawkeye's getting his own show. Miss Marvel. Um, Moon Knight should be fun. And She-Hulk are the Disney Plus shows. I mean, I am so looking forward to a Moon Knight show. I'm looking forward to a uh, She-Hulk show, like nobody's business. I, I don't know enough about Ms. Marvel, but I, I, I know Kamala Khan is a, is a great character, so uh, it's, it should be pretty interesting at, at the very least. See, my whole exposure to Moon Knight... Uh, he's not somebody I've actively sought out. <laughs> so my whole my whole exposure to Moon Knight are um, the Dracula, where's my money, you dumb bitch memes. <laughs> I mean, those Dracula. are pretty great. And honestly, I don't know the history behind that. Why the, the Dracula part of it? Like, I'm sure like Moon Knight first showed up in Dracula something or Tomb of Dracula like Blade did or something. But yeah. Uh, those that, memes that were my whole exposure to that character. <laughs> those memes and Marvel vs. Capcom. In Marvel vs. Capcom, yeah, 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 yeah. Those those memes are just the best, though. So, <laughs> um, but I ha I have read some Moon Knight, so I, I have a little bit of back history to that to that character. Very cool character in general. 
Then when it comes time for that, if you're doing a 101 on Moon Knight, I would like to be there. For you. So, <laughs> I, you know what? I, I will make sure that you're there. Please. So <laughs> I can make memes and not learn anything. I think that it's, it's interesting that with those Disney Plus TV shows, like half of them are characters that are already established from the MCU movies. The other half of the shows are going to be new characters that are that have not been seen in the MCU yet. And then I guess more fleshed out there. And do you think after that, they will be introduced into the films also? I think so. I think they're working these in how the rumors were for the defenders. Okay. How the Netflix shows were supposed to tie in. Cause it was all in that same New York universe. Like it was, it was just extended MCU at that point. So I don't see why they wouldn't. Yeah. Why they wouldn't put the, the time and effort into making these characters just to be like, cool, cool, you stay on TV. <laughs> on a real big screen. I just punched my mic. I hope that didn't come through. <laughs> it's okay. Well, the, the, they know you just punched me. It's okay. Exactly. <laughs> so <Push> my money. <laughs> <laughs> so like we were saying, was there any other movies that were going to be coming in the phase four that you know of? Uh, I don't think so i don't i think we covered them isn't the do we was uh the new like guardians 3 was that on the list that See, you put out there? i don't know no i wasn't on the list and i don't know if that's going to be phase four or phase five because i know I, th- I feel like we've already been told everything that's going to be in phase four and i know that blade either movie or tv series where they have um oh the actor's name is wesley snipes not wesley snipes <laughs> damn it why is oh Mahershal Ali? He is uh gonna be playing Blade now. When they announced him, they didn't say if it was gonna be a movie or a TV show. And honestly, I can see it as both or either. I honestly think it will be the start of season of Phase Four Five, though. I don't think it's gonna be in Phase Four. Phase four. To call them seasons is fair. We're just watching one really big TV thing at this point it's just long episodes that we have to wait a lot between oh you're you're not wrong that's exactly what this is now at this point <laughs> it's just so uh did you catch the finale of season one yeah it was okay <laughs> did, you, did you see the season three finale that's when it got nutty that's right all it is. It, 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 you're, you're not wrong you're not wrong uh, i want a blade tv show so bad they had a blade tv show and it was bad <laughs> I'm going to go look that up right now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it wasn't Wesley Snipes. It was after the third movie, I want to say. And okay. it, it was it was uh, the rapper Sticky Fingers was the the person playing Blade in that. And yeah, it was on Spike TV of all places. So. Uh, all right. It comes on right after the man show. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> the revamped man show. Um, God. So it, I don't think that Black Panther two or Captain America or Captain Marvel two is supposed to come out till Phase five. If I'm if I under, if I remember that correctly, uh, which probably is also the same for uh, whatever the third Ant Man movie is. Oh, we forgot about Thor: Love and Thunder. That is going to be in Phase four oh, as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I, I I've heard rumors that Jane Foster is coming back for that one. Yes, Natalie Portman. That's not that's not a rumor. That was at San Diego Comic Con 2019. Oh, okay. Natalie okay. Portman comes love- back, and she is going to be Thor. So excellent. I'm I'm on board for this because um, Jane Thor was a lot of fun in the books. Oh yeah. 
And I'm very excited to see Natalie Portman be Thor. (laughs) That sounds like a good time. Let me ask you this. Like, in the comic books, when they made Jane Foster into Thor, they obviously gave her a lot more muscle mass and made her rather large stature. Mm -hmm. Do Do you think they'll do something similar to the actress in the movie? Like, are they going to get Natalie Portman to bulk up or are they going to get another actress to portray that? Or are they going to do CGI or are they just not going to even give her that? Like, is she just going to be a skinny, uh, Jane Foster Thor? So, or thin, I should say not skinny. Yeah. To be like a slight Thor would be kind of cool. Okay. Right. Where Natalie Portman is, she's, she's small, like Mm -hmm. in comparison to what you know of Thor. Um, but if she was just like, out there being Natalie Portman, just like, hey, what's up? Uh, I don't look it, but I'm yoked. That would be <laughs> awesome. But it would also be fantastic to see her show up to set day one, just ripped out of her mind, just muscles on muscles. Just all right, let's let's film this. I mean, if you if you like think you think of first scene of Terminator Two with Linda Hamilton, like the first scene you see Linda Hamilton, that like I could go for Natalie Portman in that that shape. That I mean, that would be freaking amazing. Or Jessica Biel. At towards the end of Blade Three, Blade uh, yeah. Trinity, like she yeah. is yoked from using that bow over and over. So, I mean, I can see it. I I I know it's happened, but I don't. Does it need to happen? I guess is I guess is the other thing. Because honestly, you're getting the power of Thor. You're you know, it's it's not so much you have to have muscles. You still have the power of Thor running through you, right? Yeah, I think that. I think at that point it might be like a like an avatar kind of thing. Like how does she want to present herself? Okay. Where like with the power of a God comes the ability to present yourself. So like, how do you, how do you want to be perceived as, as a God? Yeah, no, I, 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 I totally see that. So I think it's going to be interesting, interesting to see how uh, that turns out. So if you go to the Wikipedia page, for the Marvel Cinematic Universe Phase 4, this is the order it goes in. Black Widow, Eternals, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, Untitled Spider-Man Far From Home sequel, Thor, Love and Thunder, and Dark Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Okay. Uh, in, okay. In the Black Widow movie, what, what kind of surprises do you think we will have? Because, I mean, that's kind of the formula of a Marvel movie, right? We, we're going to get... This, we're gonna get the backstory to uh, to Black Widow, the story, the origin story. Uh, you're probably gonna you're gonna have more than one villain at a time, and um, there will probably be some kind of bigger twist, uh, so that it, one the audience doesn't know it's coming, and two it helps sets up later films. So I think. Now, strap in, everybody at home, because we're getting into our first speculation of what Phase 4 is going to be. There you go. So, so here we go. It's a roller coaster. <clears throat> We've already seen that Taskmaster is involved. And they're trying to set Taskmaster up to be the big bad of Black Widow. Yes. I'm on board with Taskmaster being that big bad. But uh, Taskmaster, they are not the big bad of Phase 4. No. No, because you... like. Going from Thanos on a galactic scale to come all the way back down to Earth for one person like that, <laughs> that's backtracking. Like, I'd be on board if you gave me like, like a League of Villains kind of thing. So it's like Taskmaster, Doom, um, 
other notables. Uh, crap, I'm, I'm blanking. I, I would say Crossbones, but they killed Crossbones. They did. So, you know, they, they how about did. you stop killing all your good villains? <laughs> <clears throat> the Abomination's still around? Yeah. So, I, I bet, like, if you were going to go with a solely, like, we have to save Earth again kind of approach to it, it mm-hmm. needs to be a league of villains as opposed to one. So you're talking about in uh, the the general overall phase four, five, and six bad guy, it needs to be a... Oh, it, it needs to be a big bad. I, I'm, big I'm looking bad. at, like... I'm looking at, like, Galactus. Wow. Okay. I'm looking at, like, Galactus because, to this point, all of our cosmic stuff has been Guardians of the Galaxy mm-hmm. and has been Thanos. Yep. Which, like, cool, it made for a great story, but there's a lot more out there and there's worse things than Thanos out there. So <laughs> if it if it was this kind of sketchy to beat Thanos, now we get Galactus involved. Yeah. Now we have now we have the Fantastic Four. Shout out to the homies on Twitter for bringing this up. Uh, <laughs> now we have the Fantastic Four. Now we have Doom to run around and cause havoc. Yeah. So now we have Silver Surfer. Silver, so, yep. So now we have yeah. There's I a would, lot that can go on there. I I want to say that I am kind of uh not I don't want to say on the opposite end from you but I because Thanos was our big baddie in the first saga the infinity saga so to speak I don't want to go into back into space like I understand that we all love the Guardians of the Galaxies and Thor Ragnarok and you know Ms., uh Captain Marvel was a was a huge uh success those all take place in outer space so you would expect us to keep going into outer space I honestly want the big baddie for the next saga MCU saga to be Dr. Doom. I think a uh, bad guy on the ground on earth causing havoc. And he is big enough that he could get all of the MCU to have to go against him kind of thing. I think that would be pretty interesting. I'd, I'd be down for that. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't, I don't know. Like from a, from a production studio standpoint, I don't know how much of a draw that would have true especially since you know we've had I mean? two failed uh fantastic four franchises already yeah do i want the fantastic four to get a good movie finally absolutely Same. absolutely because i think that the problem with the last fantastic four that came out this could be a whole topic of its own but it wasn't the cast uh i mean i think it was partly the cast <laughs> really I did. Really? I do not like Miles Teller. I do not think he's a good actor. So him oh, as my yeah. Reed Richards, I could not stand it. Um, yes, the direction was obviously not fair, <laughs> and there the the biggest point of the Fantastic Four, the thing that you have to drive home more than anything else, is that they are a family, that they will always be there for each other. J- Johnny and Sue are are brother and sister, so they are more family than anybody else. And you did not get that connection at all in that last movie, and yeah. that it was dis- it was disappointing. So, yeah, yeah, there was so much wrong with that movie. But, and I think we're gonna have to agree to disagree. I like Miles Teller. Uh, <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> but I th- I think that you hit it on the head with the the last Fantastic Four movie to come out. It was a direct thing. It was a directing thing, and it was a script thing. Yeah, like absolutely. Even if you had the best people on the planet to play those characters, it still wasn't going to come out well because the things they were told to say were garbage. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, I think I think 
it was Josh Trank that made that movie, right? Uh, I, th- I think so. I think more than anything, he wanted to make this body horror movie. Um, and obviously Fox was just like, yeah, we need this to be a four quadrant movie. We need, you know, grandma and preteens and, you know, everybody in between to come see this thing. Body horror movie is not going to get people in the seats. So they kept changing it up and it just, it didn't work. It didn't work on so many different aspects. Yeah. But now in phase four, (laughs) if we got them back, we have the chance to get the MCU involved in, like get them involved in the MCU. And off the top of my head, I can only think of two actually bad MCU movies that I would go out on a limb and say, those were bad and not even like, not even like subjectively, like objectively (laughs) bad. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, I know which one, the which two that I would say. What, what, are the, what are the two that you'd say? Iron Man 3 and Thor Dark World. Wow. See, I say Iron Man 2 and Thor Dark World. <laughs> like, Iron Man 2 wasn't great by any stretch of the imagination, but Iron Man 3 was garbage. <laughs> Iron Man 3 was a hot dumpster fire. I mean, it's, and... it's definitely not high on my list. I love Shane Black, though, and his 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 sense of humor though it doesn't work most of the time i just it it makes me giddy so i give like uh iron man 3 a little bit of a pass for mo- for everything it does wrong but iron man 2 is always the bottom of my list on every time people bring up uh the mcu and what where, where the movies rank and i i just can't i can't stand that movie from Mick, mickey rourke's terrible russian acting to uh, the weird middle section of that movie that is kind of about Shield and Avengers, but not really, and it just takes it just takes away from everything else. It's it's yeah. so clunky and bad, and I was just like, but then again, I also like I super loved Iron Man. Like Iron Man is one is my favorite of the you know for phase one. Like yeah. it started it. It had to be good. Mm-hmm. It was good. It's it holds up to this point and. Iron Man, like the first Iron Man set up so much character development that we got the payoff for Mm -hmm. in the end. And you can kind of say the same thing for Iron Man 3 where it was like, okay, Tony had to learn from his his ego that got everything destroyed. (laughs) He had to go and be like, well, all right, maybe I'm not the invincible Iron Man and maybe I have to deal with this New York PTSD. Maybe like... (laughs) But do you ever think about that though? Like... The 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 sheer charm of uh, Tony Stark by way of Robert Downey Jr. makes that character so endearing and lovable to all audiences. When in actuality, if you think about it, he's awful. He is an awful person that keeps messing up the rest of the world for everybody. He keeps dabbling in science that he shouldn't, and then thus creates bad things. And okay. On top of that, how many times does Pepper have to go, okay, we're done. Let's just have a life. And he's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay, okay. But I'm going to go to space, though. <laughs> <laughs> or how many times has it got to be, hey, Pepper, I understand my feelings for you. Next movie, hey, I'm looking at that girl. I don't want to be around you. I want to be you know, with somebody else. And then, oh, I, I do have feelings do for Pepper. Yeah, exactly. They, Every they time. They each other. <laughs> uh, but like, I don't know. 
we'll get we'll get more into yeah. Iron Man when we 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 recap those movies individually. Um, thinking about it, there are there are some things from Iron Man three. As much as I hate that film, <laughs> <clears throat> there are some things in it that I feel like could come back to play really heavy. Okay, in in Phase four, and um, spoilers on on how that would play in. Uh, what's his face? the guy that was trying to get revenge on Tony because this is how much I've blocked out Iron Man 3. Kill the guy you. that Tony fired and took his his stuff kind of like far from home. Or no, completely scorned at the conference. That's yes, what it was. that's right. Yeah, so yeah. Was like, Killian. Yeah, we're, so Killian, right? Yeah. Um, Killian's going to go on to, like his company goes on to be bigger and bigger things that we're going to see in, um, I think it's already shown up AIM. Yeah. Yeah, um, it's in yeah, it's uh in the Black Widow trailer. Yes. And AIM is a huge part of the or the Marvel Cinematic or Marvel comic book universe. You yeah. know, they're a, a big old bad guy community. So I could yeah. definitely see them coming in more. Like I think I I heard that they're also a part of WandaVision at at one point. So does that mean we're going to get Madoc? Dude we we have to get Modoc. I mean, it's just a thing that has to happen. I mean, we were supposed to get those animated shows on Hulu, uh, and and Modoc was supposed to be one of the shows with voiced by Patton Oswalt, which is oh perfect. God. So I that hope they decide to keep that for the movie and just be or like the movie or TV show at some point. Because why wouldn't you, right? I want him to be the main antagonist of WandaVision. <laughs> Uh, and I want all of WandaVision to just be like, dude, we're just trying to have a life. And he's like, yeah, I got you now. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, please stop. And like, no. And, and he's just going to be the annoying neighbor, though. He's not, it's, it's not going to really be a big old villain plot. He's just a, the annoying neighbor. He's going to show up in an episode just as Patton Oswald. Yep. And I would be so happy just <laughs> walking out of the house. Hey, he's like, go, go away. <laughs> Uh, so going back to Black Widow, yes, Taskmaster uh, for me is one of my favorite Marvel characters in general. Just I love the way that they I, I was first introduced to him in Deadpool comics because the two of them have been allies, have been enemies, have been mercs together and you know, all kinds of different things. So, yeah, I love his character. I love the things that they've done with his character where he's. He is a villain that trains other villains. He trains henchmen, or he's a uh, shield agent that has been put under deep cover into you know the villain world, or he is just a straight up merc that will do anything for money. Like it's it's all over the place. He has a really cool power of the re, uh, photographic reflexes. He sees he sees something done, he can do it. Um and there's that real shroud of mystery over you do, no one really knows what his face looks like you know no one really knows who what his name is he goes by the name tony masters sometimes which is tm taskmaster so it's it's all kinds of different things about that character so i'm super stoked about what they're going to do with him in the black widow movie um i know a lot of people were speculating that it is the rachel vice character uh she is playing Iron Maiden, I believe, in the in the movie officially, the same character, but then a lot of people are saying that she is also going to be the person that's inside the Taskmaster suit. There is no person on IMDb credited as Taskmaster at the point at the moment, but there is a 
stuntman that has like stuntman actor that has no name associated with him credited for that movie. So other people were speculating that's who's going to be playing Taskmaster. I've heard a couple of people say like, oh man, I really hope Taskmaster is Shang-Chi. Like that'd be such a great way to get them into the universe. I'm like, no, just no, don't, don't tell us who Taskmaster is. Leave them anonymous. No, like, yeah, totally leave him anonymous. I think that is the perfect thing to do. But I did have that that theory a while ago that Shang Chi is going to be inside the Taskmaster suit, and he'll like since this whole movie is supposed to take place in the past, because obviously Black Widow died at the end of Endgame. Uh, you'll find out that whoever is inside the Taskmaster suit is going to uh, learn from Wanda's sacrifice and now become a good person, a good guy, so to speak. And I think who better to be able to hold up their uh, own against every type of martial arts fighting skill other than Shang-Chi, the master of martial arts. Like you can totally write off the whole uh, uh, photographic reflexes as it's not so much just like he has a mutant power. It's that he knows all fighting styles. So as soon as he sees it, he's like, Oh, okay. I know how to counter that kind of thing. I'd be so down. Like that sounds awesome. <laughs> I just don't want them to ever reveal who Taskmaster is. If Taskmaster is somebody else in the universe that we already know, mm-hmm. or that they're like setting up for something up to to like universe here real quick, don't red X us. Yes, don't red X us. <laughs> don't red X us. Don't give me this badass like anti-hero villain just to be like mm, it was actually this guy the whole time but you still like him though and it's like god damn. don't 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 hit me with that um taskmaster is anonymous leave them anonymous yeah you know and and i think this was another thing that we were the two of us were speculating outside of this podcast was that uh, Thunderbolt Ross is going to start up the Thunderbolts in the MCU and Taskmaster is going to be yeah. their leader like that I am all for that we have we only have a select few villains that are left over from the the past Marvel Cinematic Universe movies um, that have not become heroes everybody. what was that yeah they kill because they kill everybody. everybody yeah exactly because they kill everybody so there's only a few out there but there are some out there so you could use Abomination from Incredible Hulk. You could use uh, uh, Batrock, the Leaper from uh, Winter Soldier. You know, you could. There's there's a few bad guys out there that are still alive that could come back, and I am all for that. Zemo's still alive. Zemo is still alive, and he's going to be in the Winter Soldier or Falcon Winter Soldier show. But he could totally be a part of Thunderbolts, especially since. He is the leader of the Thunderbolts in the comic book. Like there was a perfect opportunity at the end of Civil War where they have the Thunderbolt. Yeah. They they have they have uh Zemo captured inside the the slab or what's the what was the name of the the prison that they had out in the middle of the ocean? Oh, you had me that. Yeah. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember if it was the slab. No, the raft. That's what it was called. Oh yeah. So, so they have they have him out there and you could have done a mirror of the first in credit scene of Iron Man where Tony Star or uh Nick Fury comes out of the shadows and says, So you think you're the only superhero, right? I want to introduce you to the to the Avengers initiative. You could have had Thunderbolt Ross coming out and be like, So you you think that you're you're a badass. I want to introduce you to the Thunderbolt initiative kind of thing. Like that would have been That would have been perfect. Yeah. That would have been perfect. And 
I want to be in the reader's room when they talk about things to go, <laughs> how are you not thinking about this? <laughs> or just to have a little bit of like hope saved that maybe they did. And somebody was like, mm, maybe not. <laughs> maybe we save that for later. Like, Why? Why would you save that for later? Why would you just say that for later when you're going to kill off all the rest of your villain? <laughs> I, I'm sorry. That's that's the thing that bugs me so much is we had great, great characters. Uh, Killmonger was awesome. Yes. Gone. Done. Yep. Done. Crossbone. Gone. Offed in five minutes. <laughs> After he got the actual suit, gone. Yeah, he was there, and it's like, oh, I see you. Oh, oh, we're 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 doing something because at, at the time there were all the rumors that that um, Chris Pre- Evans was just going to walk away. That he was like, he was done. Mm, maybe I don't know. Uh, and it's like, oh, we got crossbones. Okay, okay, I see you. <laughs> I just our way out, and then the movie happens. Like Civil War happens, and it's like, oh, here we go. Let's get it. No, he explodes, and he reason for the Sokovia Accords. Yep. Get out of here! <laughs> don't stop them. Stop killing people. Essentially making him Stop nitro. It. It, 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 he was nitro from the, the comic book civil war. Like it, it's just, it, yeah, it was unfortunate. Frank Grillo. Great, great actor too. I'm, I'm glad that he and was he able to fantastic. Yeah. And I was glad he was able to come back for in game for the little bit that he did. So that was, that was pretty cool. And I, I think that was my biggest beef with all of the like infinity saga is we got all these awesome things that were then like one movie things. Okay. Where, and I, I think it revolves around my beef with the bad guys. <laughs> where the, the bad guys either weren't used to their full potential, I think, or they were used to really good potential, i.e. Black Panther, and they just offed them instead of, oh, you live to fight another day, we'll see you eventually, now we have this looming threat, which I hope doesn't happen to Craven. Yeah, I, I, I hope not, to, but then again... Will they be able to use Craven in the larger MCU? Like the whole Sony deal and Disney deal with what characters they can use from the Spider-Man universe is so crazy sounding. I think they'll be able to do it because, and I'm going to steal a little bit, or I'm going to borrow. I'm not going to say steal because I heard a theory that I really like, so I'm going to super high level reiterate it. Okay. Um. This sourcing my like given my source here i like game theory on youtube i like film theory on youtube matt pat is a genius when it comes to just theory crafting it's fun even if he's wrong it's fun um but his last video about the mcu kind of gave me the idea for this podcast let's just spitball wildly here he was talking about the thunderbolts showing up and the thunderbolts devolving into the dark avengers i mean like, i'm, that's, I'm that's here for the, that that's dark yeah that is I'm, dark and i'm here for it I'm I'm here for it, and then we get Dark Avengers versus Avengers. Yeah, like let's let's go right now. Give me that, <laughs> please. With the castings that we have, it's fantastic. But we need Symbiote Spider. You do. You need Symbiote Spider Man. You need. Uh, you kind of need Norman Osborn, unless you replace Norman Osborn mm-hmm. with uh, Baron Zemo. Like I can see you making that that change. Um. Who else would you need? You would need you would need the you would need Bullseye, which is trapped in that Daredevil Netflix TV show, you know, arena. What okay. where does that go? What does that mean? Then we already have them. He's been introduced. People that watch the show know who he is. Get him in here because he was a fantastic Bullseye. He, oh yeah, he was great. He was 
fantastic in that show because of of the netflix shows daredevil's the only one you need to watch how dare Don't you bother <laughs> how dare you jessica jones was a great show i loved all three seasons of that show i i need to go back and try again okay i i, I will i will humor you and i will go try again. <laughs> <laughs> iron fist not great i will give no. everybody that luke cage good could have been better uh punisher though I'm not even a big Punisher fan, and I thought that Punisher show was amazing. I watched Punisher for the fight scenes. I could give two shakes <laughs> about Frank Castle, um, but the fight scenes were fantastic. And yeah, they had me sold for a Punisher TV show in Daredevil with the prison fight in yep. the hallway. Yep, that I was like, sign me up. <laughs> if the whole show is this, I'm here for it. But. I um we have we have them all introduced we have punisher even from the netflix shows and punisher could be dark avengers could be um thunderbolts could be a lot of things like there's there's room to play with the punisher there mm-hmm. <clears throat> um but they like blah, blah, blah. long walk for a short drink <laughs> we have the means we have the means to do this and i and am all with, for dark avengers with the sony deal I think the Sony deal could be bent a little bit, or maybe Sony could be persuaded into letting us use Craven, letting us use Venom mm-hmm. for for the overall story. With the fact of yo, uh, the Venom movie, you did like thanks thanks for getting us introduced, thanks for bringing them into the world. We'll take it from here. Like it was, it wasn't great, it wasn't awful, but it wasn't great. But I like what they did with the symbiote in making him his own thing. Okay. So if you present the symbiote to Spider-Man where he's like, oh, hey, hold up. That guy can actually do things. <laughs> we're not stuck on lame-ass Eddie Brock over here. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're, we're going to go hang out over there for a little bit. Boom, symbiote spider. Now you get... You get the you get the symbol. You get the venom symbol. You get the you get the the fake webbing. Uh, you know, you get all the the cool things. Yup. <laughs> and then when you're done with Symbiote Spider, awesome, send him back. And now Symbiote has more knowledge on how to do cooler things. And boom, we just made Venom better. You're welcome, Sony. Talk to me. <laughs> I'm easy to get a hold of. Yep. <laughs> just find us right there on Twitter. We will we will come help you out. I mean, you did More make than- close to a billion dollars with the with the first Venom movie. So you might think that you don't need our help. Trust me, you want two billion dollars? Come talk to us. Do you want three billion dollars? Just come talk to me. I'll I'll rope li- I'll rope Mitch in later. Yeah, there we go. I love that too. <laughs> I'll be in the room. Just have you on the phone. Uh huh. Yeah. Mitch says this. <laughs> they, they didn't like that bitch. <laughs> oh, they're gonna like it. <laughs> but there's, I feel like I'm all over the place tonight. Um, there's ways to get to Dark Avengers, and I, I hope that's not too inside baseball. I don't think so. I I think if you're listening to this podcast, I think people are gonna understand what we're talking about. Uh, to to walk back my statement right there. I hope it's not too inside baseball for the general audience uh, that we could like you. for the, for the got general movie goer. Gotcha. Cause it could be really upsetting for somebody who's like, I love Spider-Man. This is great. I know nothing about him in the comics. By the way, if that's you, that's awesome. Do you welcome to loving comic book characters? I'm happy you're here, but then I can see how traumatic it would be where it's like, I love Spider-Man. He's great. Wait, why is he wearing a symbiote now? <laughs> why, why, why is, why is he a shit bag? <laughs> well, hold on. 
What? Why? Why is he punching that lady? Because the symbiote told I don't like it. <laughs> I would suggest that if you don't know anything about the comic books, you don't even need to go read the comic books. Just go on to your uh, Disney Plus account. I know you have one because everybody in the world has one now. Uh, go on to your Disney Plus account. You look up the 90s Spider-Man animated TV show. That will give you everything you need to know about Spider-Man in a nutshell. Like It is one of the best ad- adaptations of a comic book into cartoon out there. Uh, yes, and to throw it on your to-watch list as well, the 90s X-Men, because they do cross paths a couple of times. They do. So go go bone up on that, because, hey, what's up? The X-Men are coming home, and... <laughs> We're gonna have we're gonna have things to do with them because so, god damn it. <laughs> I honestly don't think the X Men are gonna show up till like phase five. I don't think I think it's gonna oh, be a yeah. while before they yeah. show up. I think we will get Fantastic Four before we get X Men, especially since at the end of Far From Home, there is that big obvious tease to the Fantastic Four at the very end when uh Spider Man meets Mary Jane in the street and like takes her uh web slinging. Like oh, oh yeah yeah there's the banner on the on a wall of a construction site and it says uh one two three and then there's a four that's missing but it, if it was there it would look like the Fantastic Four logo of a blue a circle blue circle with a four in it and it says we can't wait to show you what we're working on or something like that and it's obviously oh, that's obvious a, a reference to Fantastic Four <laughs> banner building or not banner uh, uh Baxter building and you know a bunch of other things so. Fantastic Four is right there. It is on the prefaces. I don't know if it's going to be a TV show or if it's going to be a movie. I think a TV show would work better for the Fantastic Four at this point, especially if it's a Disney Plus TV show, but I don't know. Because at that point, they'll have the budget for a TV show. Yeah. And I feel like Fantastic Four works better episodically than in one long story. So let me ask you this. Uh, I think... Do you think that there's going to be any big surprise of Black Widow showing up alive at the in this Black Widow movie? Like it's going to be uh, we're to, gonna... with uh, the, the film theory on it. Oh, um, sure, I want to I, hear the film theory on it. Yeah, so to go back to the film theory on it, I didn't read any of the Black Widow standalone. Okay, so I was not aware of this, but one of her like family members or something like that, growing up like her adopted family became black widow for a little bit and switched they did like the whole face-off thing does that mm-hmm. ring a bell to you uh yeah so that yelena belova uh character is also a black widow in the movie she is in the trailers that we've been seeing she is referred to as her little sister uh in the comic book she's not an actual like friend they're not blood they're, well they're not blood and they're also not not really that close, but they know each other because they both trained in the red room. Like that's also okay. what they're doing in this. This is the, the, the family that you see Rachel Weiss, David, uh, Harbor and, uh, Florence Pugh in the trailers are all her adopted family. These are all people that she trained in the red room with kind of thing. Okay. Um, again, I black widow is a whole separate beast that I, I'm happy that I don't know anything about because then I can't, I can't be jaded going in. True. Very and true. That's a that's a luxury for comic book movies that I don't have most of the time. So <laughs> I'm kind of enjoying this one. Um, but saying that, um, like Black Widow's trademark red hair was gone through the Endgame, like through Infinity War and Endgame, she was blonde. True. So body switch them because of the whole face swap, face off nonsense that was going on there. Anywhere between those two characters, Black Widow could just be gone at mm-hmm. this point. But I don't think 
that she's dead per se because there is the whole chance that the black widow we saw wasn't the black widow that died or that we knew that much through like like the infinity saga and i know i kind of perjured myself saying that death should be permanent and don't you go (laughs) oh no mcguffin to me somehow but this is different it's not scroll (laughs) (laughs) scroll feels lazy is what i'm saying with that yeah no if if you have a way to be like, hey, so we have source material that did a thing, so we're just going to do that. Awesome. I'm proud of you. You did your research. You did your research. You gave me something cool. Um, but if it's just like, oops, scroll happened, then no, get that out of here. See, and I think, I, so my theory comes up with a scroll, but not in the same way as in the one that sacrificed himself was a scroll. What okay. you're, I think what you're going to find out, the, I think something that could happen at the end of the Black Widow movie is you see in present day uh, red-headed Black Widow show up for an end scene and everybody... So that would just be like the, you know, everybody be like, oh my God, she's still alive kind of moment. And mm-hmm. then we'll go through the rest of Phase 4 and then you'll find out at the end of Phase 4 that that particular Black Widow, the one that is now alive, is a scroll. Like that's the where the scroll comes in. So... <clears throat> I'd, I'd be okay with that as long as that's leading to secret war or secret invasion. Yes. Yeah. That, that's what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I think that's what you're going to get. I, Cause I don't think, I don't think you're going to walk back, uh, the black widow's sacrifice at the end of, uh, in game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't think that you can technically put in Yelena in there with a face swap or, or anything like that because, I mean, it makes sense that she would be like, I have to sacrifice myself because uh, what's the face? If Clint would have sacrificed himself, it wouldn't have worked because she's not in love with Clint, right? She's Clint is not one of her loved ones. Yeah. And Clint believed that he was losing a loved one. So I guess that's a way to get around it. But the the scroll... The, the, the red has to be real. The truth doesn't have to be there. Exactly. Uh, but the Red Skull is supposedly supposed to know people's who people are as soon as they walk up by omnipotent or um, omniscience. So how would he not know that that was Florence Pugh or Yelena Belova instead of Natasha Romanoff? Cause he's tired of his job. And he wants a break. <laughs> That's fair. I understand that. I understand that mood real bad. Cause he's just like, look, you're the fifth person today, man. Are you going to jump or not? <laughs> Did you bring someone to sacrifice? Cause if you didn't bring anybody to sacrifice, we're wasting everybody's time. It's like, oh, I can't do it. Dude, you can. And when you do, do a flip. Like, I'm over it. (laughs) Do a (laughs) backflip. I love it. I love it. So do you have... I like that concept. Okay. Do you have any uh, speculation on what what could be the big surprise, big twist? I think big twist... Big first twist is Thunderbolts. I I think that's step one. Okay. We get we get Thunderbolts, even if it's in like an end scene, like a post credits, right? Where it's just like, hey, um, all right, here's my pitch for that scene, real quick. <laughs> <laughs> sterile room. You get a sterile room. Uh, six dudes in chairs uh, that have obviously been like black bagged, right? Mm-hmm. Just spirited away. You pull one. You pull one hood. Boom! It's Zemo. Camera pans around. You've got Thunderbolt rockets. Okay. He's like, hey, uh, surprise, you work for me. That's all you need. 
Nope, that's all you need. That that's all you need. Those who know know. Those who don't are now intrigued because wasn't that that guy that did the bullshit? <laughs> wasn't that that guy that made Cap and Iron Man fight each other? Yep. Okay, I'm here for it. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's how we get that. And I'm I'm gonna subscribe pretty hard to to Matt Pat's theory on this. I want Dark Avengers. Okay. I think that's gonna be for Phase Four. I think we can get. We don't we don't have a lot of room to play with because it's it is a pretty like finite amount of content in that but if it's done right i think we can get to dark avengers no problem i think so too i think so too um i have to ask you a question with in game being so heavily involved with time travel do we see any repercussions from that going forward phase four phase five phase six uh i think so I mean, I we, think so. We already see at the end of Endgame that we have an old Steve Rogers, right? He went back in yes. time. He lived his whole life out uh, with Peggy and stuff like that. Do then we don't then we don't have Captain America in that timeline then? I mean, we do and we don't. Like it, it's weird. <laughs> like if if he went back at the end of his timeline to go back and live his life with Peggy. Boom. Multiverse. That's where Doctor Strange comes in. Yeah. I think that I think the Doctor Strange movie is going to be cleaning up Endgame. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. I think and that's going to be him going, what did we do? <laughs> what day was that? Oh, hold, hold on. Got it. Okay, what about that one? <laughs> <laughs> and we know that the Loki show is supposed to be all about time travel, too. So, Of course. <laughs> <laughs> so I honestly think that at some point, we are going to get Kang the Conqueror as a villain. I think he's going to show up. He's going to be like, you think you guys can mess with the timelines? You think that you're better than the master of time? I'm here to shut you down. And either he's going to be an Avengers villain for one movie, or he's going to be a, uh, overarching event, uh, villain for like a phase kind of thing. You know what? No, I'm here for it. Let's, um, I'm, I'm going to put a little bit of stock in that because that sounds awesome. <laughs> and that's big enough to get, earth riled up and together that's big enough to get the guardians to earth that's or to anybody to anywhere yeah. if kang's just like hey um <laughs> let's go yeah so um the other thing do that, you think, oh go, oh, ahead. go ahead no you go ahead okay i was gonna ask about um adam warlock adam warlock i think he's supposed to show up in guardians of the galaxy 3 if i okay. remember heard the last time which would make sense at the end of guardians of the galaxy 2 is the big easter egg last uh, in credit scene is him like, like his pod his pod and him being named adam so yeah he didn't show up in in game because in the comic books he's he's a big part of defeating thanos uh you have to have him show up in guardians of the galaxy 3 because they introduced him and james gunn is the one that's kind of in charge of him true and it makes sense that he didn't show up in Endgame or infinity war because we were just coming off of the captain marvel hype right so if canonically she can go toe to toe with Thanos almost no problem, mm -hmm. then why mess anything up? Why add a name to the pot when you have somebody there that can kind of MacGuffin it for you? Exactly, you're you're absolutely right. So <laughs> what what they end up doing with him in in Guards of the Galaxy three, we'll have to see. I know, or I don't know. I've heard uh, through uh, websites and articles and podcasts and stuff that. James Gunn was supposed to be a huge factor in f going forward of phase four, phase five kind of stuff. Like basically how the Russos were going from phase two, phase three. 
but then Disney went and fired him, making the. Uh, it's cool. He's back. Yeah, he is back, which is great. But they ended up having to, you know, redo Phase Four and probably the beginning of Phase Five before they rehired him. So there is all that going on of what Guardians of the Galaxy Three was supposed to set up for the rest of the phases. Uh, now it got pushed back to late in Phase Four instead of early Phase Four, and uh, we'll have to see how that affects everything. Okay, and. While Guardians 1 was awesome, Guardians 2 was a little lackluster for me. Okay. Just, I I was over the hype, I think. So I'm excited to see what Guardians 3 does because they kind of need to... If, if, it's, if, it's a, if it's a wave, we caught the valley of that wave and it's time to go back. <laughs> it, 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 might be, it might be an unpopular opinion. Maybe I'm just really cynical about Marvel movies because they've been doing so well for so long. I don't think you're cynical. Uh, I think I think most people are the same way as you. Are. I think my opinion is unpopular. Whereas I think Guardians 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 of the Galaxy two is just as good as Guardians of the Galaxy one. Like I I like both of them extremely. Uh, okay, I'll agree with you there. It had the same charm. Okay. <laughs> it 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 filled the same role as Guardians one, where it's like we're kind of disconnected from everything else. It we're just really out is. Here. Yeah. Like we're. We're out here doing our thing. I think Guardians Two hit at a time where it's like I don't want disconnect. No, I need more. I need more of this story, please. And you're kind of wasting my time with this. Um, so that might that might be me putting too much stock in movie timing <laughs> and not not just being able to enjoy something for enjoying something. I I am all for it. I I totally get this. So, all right. The other thing I wanted to bring up uh, before we yes. end the podcast. On when we brought it up to other people of what they wanted us to talk about, uh, you you hit it earlier. Um, Fantastic Four and casting. So, where do you think the Fantastic Four gets brought in uh, as characters, and who, who do you want to see played playing the four characters or five if you include Doom? Um, okay, um, I think they come in in the unnamed Far From Home sequel. Ooh, I like that. I think that's where they come in. We're in New York. It's easy. Boom. Uh, Spider-Man's on the run, having some issues. Uh, the, I think it would be, I think it'd be Reed who'd be like, hey, man, you don't seem like a terrible person. <laughs> and then they get involved trying to either protect him or help hide him. Or I mean, they get involved to help clear his name. You could totally get the original Spider-Man joining the Fantastic Four of Amazing Bagman like, outfit. And I would think that would be unbelievable that would be crazy but even if it's just for like a scene yep. give it to me yeah give it to me i could see that i could see them being like wait a minute that's spider-man like, no i'm back man <laughs> uh so would at, at that point do you have the fantastic four as we've always been around we just weren't helping out kind of thing or you didn't you didn't see us helping out with thanos i think the fantastic four is a new thing okay uh, created through like infinity stone mess. Interesting. Cause they, they didn't destroy them. They just put them back. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Okay. So with all the mess that would come from Thanos, just messing with reality, um, like whatever you have to do, you have infinity stones involved to make them a new origin. I'd be okay with that. Um, cause 
give me something that fits. Don't try to force the like solar radiation or whatever, whatever else you want to do with them. <laughs> well, because if you give me something organic, I, I can believe it easier. And then I, we don't have to spend so much time introducing them and I, going over how they got their powers again. I think which I think what I think they set up early in the fr- franchise, the MCU, not early, but in the MCU was in Ant-Man and the Wasp. There are parts when they're in the microverse. Is that what it's called? Mm. Yeah, uh, where they talk about you know, or you even see it with uh, Janet. Janet's been stuck in there so long that she now has some type of power, some type of uh, mutated DNA to the point where she can help out Ghost. Um, I totally think that you can you can have a scene where back in the seventies, uh, Reed Richards and his wife Sue and her brother Johnny and his best friend Ben all got stuck in the microverse or at that time Reed might've been calling it the negative, uh, dimension. And, uh, they, um, started to absorb the energy from there. And now when they came back after, uh, the, the infinity stones were put everybody back, they have those powers. I'd be down for that. The problem I have there is, casting at that point because then you would have like for lack of a better term you'd have like old fantastic four no because i don't think i don't think they age or because janet does age while she was down there but really slow yeah really slow so i think the same thing could have happened to them okay or 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 something i don't know It, it could definitely be explained away um I, I'll, I'll take any explanation for it that they want to give me. <laughs> I just want, I just want these four to finally have a home. Same. I I don't want. Like, and I think we've had this conversation before. And I think I might have hurt your feelings with this once before, but I'll say it again. Fantastic Four have always been background, like super side, maybe even throwaway characters for me. I you wouldn't have hurt my my feelings with that. I mean, okay. I don't feel I wasn't that way. Sure where but you land on that? I I don't feel that way, but I can see that. Like they. The comic books gives them um, their uh, not comeuppance, but their their just justice, uh, so to speak. But they can fall away often, and you can see that happen in most recent comic book history. Where for the longest time we didn't have a Fantastic Four book, like those those yeah, characters they, were gone. They would show up to help out. Yeah, um, they feel like heavy B listers to me. So that's why you put them in Spider Man. They they already have history there. Mm-hmm. Like, it's easy Spider-Man, especially Tom Holland Spider-Man would be like, no way. <laughs> <laughs> like, I want that scene because it's just so wholesome. Tom Holland Spider-Man is my favorite Spider-Man so far <laughs> just because he's a kid. He is. Like, it's it's the perfect, like, young Spider-Man in the way of, like, is this real? Hold on. Are we in space? We're in space right now, right? <laughs> so have him meet Reed Richards. And the first time Richards, like, stretches out, he's like, Hold up, what? <laughs> and that, that'd be fantastic. And I got way off topic there, and I lost no, my train of thought. I, I think that I think it'd be great. I think you're right. I think you're absolutely right. Because uh, he would, as we saw in Far From Home, when the little bit of science that he that he got to actually take a look at with the whole multiverse and stuff like that, and he he geeks out, nerds out hard in front of everybody. Like he could do that with Reed Richards and it would be a great scene. Like it would be, yeah. it'd be amazing to see on screen. 
so another real quick tangent about Tom Holland Spider-Man. I like the way that they've written him where he's really smart, but he's also a teenage boy. <laughs> it is hard. Really? Yeah, at heart, it's not like he's some weird, like, no, everything about me is a computer. I am Spider-Man. I'm smart. Boop, boop. No, he's like, hey, Spider-Man, uh, I've always wanted to be a superhero because that's badass. And uh, you want to talk about relativity? Because well, I could do that. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I like that. It, it makes me feel like, yeah, you could you could have had an internship with, uh, with Dr. Octavius. You could have had a lot of this kind of stuff that they, they haven't done yet. Yeah. I don't think they need to touch on Doc Cock ever again. <laughs> oh, I mean, Alfred Molina did a great job with him, so I don't. Yeah, yeah. That, that's that's why I'm saying it. I'm not I'm not taking a jab or anything like that. Just just like in the DC universe, we don't need another Joker. He let let Heath Ledger have the last like <laughs> live action Joker, and we can we can call it good. I love that you went there with Heath Ledger. Like, you made my heart happy. <laughs> yeah. Like he he gave such a strong performance, and the, this is way off the reservation here. He gave a strong performance. If you need to cast another one, make him not a main character. Jared Leto's Joker, a lot of people didn't like him. I had no beef with him because he wasn't the lead. He wasn't the lead. He wasn't the main bad guy. Exactly, because he was there. He had the look. He had the feel, whatever. Let him do whatever he's going to do in the corner. We don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, back to what we're talking about. Fantastic Um, Four. Do you fall into this uh, uh, trend of having John Krasinski and Emily Blunt playing Reed Richards and Sue Storm. Um, hey, what up, Twitter? I saw this earlier on YouTube. What's good? <laughs> um, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Um, John Krasinski has won the hearts of a lot of America right now with oh, some yeah. good news. Oh, yeah. And uh, Emily Blunt is, she's just like, she's Emily Blunt. She's attractive. She's been Mary Poppins. What, like, what else could you want from that? Uh, on top of the fact that they have real world, real world chemistry because they're married. Right. Like, go for it. I see no problem. And like yeah. those, those two castings, if that's what happens, that's what happens. And I, I'm here for it. I mean, he, Krasinski was supposed to be, or was at one time going to be Captain America. Uh, when Joe Johnston first, was brought on for the first Avenger as a director. Like he was hard, hard looking at John Krasinski to play Captain America, uh, ended up going to Chris Evans, but, uh, it is, it was in, in a multiverse somewhere. John Krasinski is Captain America. And you know what? I'm here for it. (laughs) Toss him in the Dr. Strange movie. Yeah. Look, that's, that's a fun little trivia nod. You know what I mean? I don't have an issue. If John Krasinski and Emily Blunt are, uh, Reed Richards and Sue Storm, it's not my first choice. They aren't the ones that I'm. I want it to be, but I would be okay with them being. If that makes any sense. No, I'm. I, I totally get you. What's your castings like? Who Who would be your ideal Reed Richards? So, <laughs> the other day, someone asked me this exact question, and and I know that he is he is very old, or not very old. I'm sorry, he is old for Hollywood, but I think Jim Carrey would make a great. Reed Richards like okay no I'm all the way here for this that would be fantastic are you kidding me right I think yeah you you just throw in his silliness but then his also is very real ability to be serious like serious like Mm -hmm. he could play all those different aspects of Reed and it would come out great yeah because you get like the you get like the the goofy "Ah, nothing's really wrong kind of aspect (laughs) of him like it's for science let's try and then no so when it's time to punch somebody with a really large stretchy hand you can do it (laughs) yeah exactly so i i i I would love that 
bear in mind, I also want to keep John Krasinski free so that he can play Green La- Green Arrow over in the DC universe at some point because that's who I want. I want him to be Oliver Queen so bad. But nah, 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 nah. Make him. Uh, I want. I want him to be Guy Gardner. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if he could pull off that anger, but I'm sure he could. So I want to see it. At least let me see the audition reel. <laughs> Um, uh, I mean, it would be a lot like his his Jack Ryan character. So I, you know, I'm I'm there yeah. with you. I'm I'm with you on that. I I, I want John Krasinski, Guy Gardner. That just <laughs> that'd be great. I'm all for it. Uh, as Sue Storm, I have always liked the idea of Alice Eve. Alice Eve as your Sue Storm, I think, fits uh the role perfectly. Are you familiar with Alice Eve as an actress? I'm, I'm googling right now because I'm awful with um, names. Names. Okay. So I probably I probably know the face. Okay. One sec. If you've seen, keep, keep, keep going. She's out of my league. Uh, Star Trek Into Darkness. Um, she was in the third season of uh, Daredevil, I believe. As uh, the, oh yes 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 okay yeah was it Daredevil. Yeah, it was Daredevil, right? That she was the third season of where she uh I think so. She played um the the lady with uh split personality. Yes. Yeah. So no, that was Jessica Jones. Third season Jessica Jones. Damn. I'm I'm I, I can't it remember. Sound, either way, it sounds really familiar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But that's who I was thinking. I, I think that she would make a great Sue Storm. Um, the age difference between her and Jim Carrey would would I would hate it a lot. So I don't know if I could do that. But do you see an age difference between a big age difference between Reed and and Sue? Like you always have Reed with the with that gray hair on the side. But I'm here to tell you, as a person who started going gray like right out of high school, it is possible to be a twenty year old <laughs> with gray in your hair, <laughs> like big streaks of gray. I always took it as uh, he grayed early because of stress. I mean, he was working on really big science things. I could understand that. Like, I I just figured that whoever was drawing him was like, hey, so, you know, Rogue from the X-Men, she has that white streak. That's pretty fresh. This guy's stressed out. We we can make it work. <laughs> we could do that. I mean, yeah. I feel like you, you got that a lot with comic book characters. It's a lot of fuchsia and like gray streaks and hairs like... <laughs> Being a hero has to be stressful. <laughs> You're absolutely right. You're absolutely I mean, right. We had a whole movie about Tony Stark dealing with his PTSD and needing to make suits because of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Putting a suit around the world, as he spo- as he said. Which, uh, by the way, uh, is he dumb? <laughs> <laughs> I mean... I- I know that's how we got Ultron, but like, how did he not see this coming? Yeah, and that's the that's the other thing about it is that if you go back and watch all those movies, Tony Stark never really like thinks up of an idea on his own. People come to him with ideas, and then he puts it together. Don't get me wrong; he invents you know the portable arc reactor. He invents the 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 new uh, element that his father laid out the plans for. But everybody gives him those ideas first and then even in in game it's like they have to come to him and be like hey we need to do time travel and uh it you kind of need you you have these parts to work with and he's like no it's impossible and then he's like you know what 
maybe I can make that. And boom, he makes it. But he wouldn't have made it unless someone else gives him the idea. That's always how it is. And I think it's part of the character that he's like a self-centered, lazy, non-self-starter. <laughs> you're absolutely right. You're, yeah, you're, you're, but that's very true. It is frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ian, what did you think of our first episode? I enjoyed it. I felt like I was really rambly and got way off topic a lot, but we also didn't have too much of a corral to work within. So <laughs> I think we're okay. Going forward, I promise I'll be more on topic. I promise that I'll have more thoughts of my own and not just regurgitating things I found <laughs> off the internet. And um, I think as we get more into like a structured set for this, I think we can have a lot of fun with it between ourselves. And I think a lot of people at home can have a lot of fun also, which by the way, people out there, please play along. Yeah. Please play along. Please. I want to know everything that you want to see in, in uh, phase four. But I mean, like keep your fan fictions to yourself. <laughs> just hit me with the theories. <laughs> hit me with those theories. I, I love it. And I want some backup too. You need to have at least one shred of like, because of this, my theory yes. works out. And when we're saying when we're saying backup or proof, that could be comic book canon that we haven't seen yet. Yep. Or anything that's been established in the MCU so far. Yep. I All believe in you. I, I, I believe in you. So, <laughs> uh, I, you know, uh, when this release, this 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 was the week that um, Black Widow was supposed to come out. So we now Rest have we now have six months before it comes out uh yeah we have a lot we're gonna have we're gonna have a lot to talk about a lot of speculation as we go forward to get into that and then we'll talk about eternals which i'll tell you right now i have absolutely no history or real understanding of so (laughs) that is a deep cut in marvel comic books for anybody who doesn't read actual marvel comic books uh it's gonna be weird we can touch on this later we can touch on this later for sure but since uh since we have a Runaways TV show, I want them to show up somewhere. <sighs> I have not watched the third season yet. Like, I loved the first season. I loved the Runaways books. Mm-hmm. I watched the second season. The second season kind of started losing me, and I just have not, like, had any urgency to go see the third season. Like, I know it's their last season, and they need and I need to watch it to complete it. I just haven't gotten to it yet. I'm just going off of the books. Like, I know that we have a show, so we have castings that have already been done. I like that. I, I, that's fair. I love I loved the books, so don't let them don't let them go away after season three. Keep them around. You can they're they're very easy to just toss in somewhere. Yes, very. It's like oh, what's going on? Oops, they just happen to be on the street. That wouldn't be bizarre. <laughs> All right, Ian. Uh, anyway. Where can people find anyway. you on on online? <laughs> oh my god, I'm I'm a trash can today. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, <laughs> Hi, hello, you've been listening to my voice for the last little bit. My name is Ian. You can find me online under Ian Flux, I-A-N-F-L-U-X. You can find me on Twitter at Ian Flux 12, I-A-N-F-L-U-X, the letter, uh, the letters, the numbers 1, 2, 12. Uh, I also stream. Right now I am temporarily unemployed, so I'm streaming almost every day around noon, Arizona time. If you don't know what Arizona time is, hit Google. <laughs> Most people um, don't, so don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, easiest way right now, this time of year, Pacific Standard. 
Um, So Pacific Standard Time, usually around noon, that's twitch.tv slash Ianflux. And if I can do such a thing here real quick, uh, Mitch is a great guy, and I love this guy. And if you're listening to this, please go take a gander through any of the backlog that he's a part of. Hey, Mitch is a lot of fun. So please go, please go listen to Hey Mitch. If you want more of my beautiful voice, there's even a Hey Mitch that I did with him. It's true. So go find it. Go find <laughs> it. Um, if you like weird, bizarre, just like, hey, we're talking about this today. Imagine if is a lot of fun. Go do yourself a favor. You have time. You're at home. You better be at home. If you're not at home, you're lying. You have time. So stare at a wall and listen to some podcasts that involve Mitch because he's a ton of fun and he lets me ramble. I love it. Thank you. That, that was a very much appreciated. If if you just want to talk to me, though, online, you can find me on Twitter. I am at Mitchipedia, G-E-M. G-E-M stands for Geek Elite Media. The rest of Geek Elite Media is at Geek Elite Media on Twitter, at Geek Elite Media on Instagram, and Facebook.com forward slash Geek Elite Media is our Facebook page. Check out... Well, you can't check out archived episodes of this podcast yet because this is the first one, <laughs> but you can check out archived episodes of the other podcasts on our network on our website, geekelitemedia.com. But until next time, because there will be a next time. Absolutely. This is the Journey into Mystery podcast saying, always remember to geek out. Geek out. This concludes our broadcast. Peace.